Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now, introducing your host for the show. Hey, property magicians, how are you? Welcome to episode 57. I am your host for the show. My name is Vangile Makwakwa. I am Vangile Makwakwa on Instagram and Twitter. Find me under Wealthy Money on Facebook. With me is my co-host. Hi there, I am Dr. Miranda prop doc mom on all the platforms and how are you this week and how has your week been mine is lit i can tell you that (laughs) (laughs) what's been happening what's been happening oh my gosh i am on fire you have no idea so you know we are preparing to launch prop doc mom the website and registrations need to open soon and because of my activity on Facebook and Instagram, oh my God, I'm having all sorts of questions fired all over the place and people are getting impatient. Registration is going to open soon. We need to complete the processes in the, in the back end so that the system works much better and the scheduling works much better. Mm. So I've, I've opted to delay rather than quickly open the registration. So yeah. Prop Doc mm. Mom is on fire, but gosh, I don't sleep, hey? I don't sleep. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited about what the mentees are going to get then. I'm excited about the stuff that I'm learning on how to set up a website and how you're going to do these various things on the back end. It's been such a lovely learning totally different world from what I know of pharmacology and treating patients. So, yeah. you know, it's good. Yeah. I'm in the new university. <laughs> What's that up with amazing. you? How um, well, you guys can't see until we've got the, the videos up, but I'm in a salon. My hair looks a wild, as Misa pointed out before we started. <laughs> I have moved to an apartment on the ocean. It is gorgeous yeah. in Nakambo. I think I shared before, yeah. Sri Lanka had no new cases of COVID for months and months, right? Yeah. And then, oh my gosh, um, yes. so they've been allowing people to come back into the country. I'm not really sure the full story of how we've now got 3,000 new cases and it felt like oh my gosh it happened like overnight because suddenly it's in the media like 3,000 new cases um so we're scared that we may have another lockdown but in the meantime oh, yeah. I am on an apartment on the beach and this is where awesome. I'm just going to be sheltering in place here right Tell yeah said not to call it lockdown because it's so violent so i kind of like and she suggested sheltering in place sheltering in yeah i love that and i love that you will be healed by the sunset i'm so jealous oh Oh my gosh so guys i (laughs) get to i get to hear the waves i get to see the beach the sunset from any point so i'm so I won't lie, like I'm really at peace. This was a really, really busy week. Um, I ended up doing Mm. something for Avda, um, 
they have this incredible entrepreneurial project and I was asked to oh, nice. and judge. Oh, the students. Yeah, Yay. to evaluate some entrepreneurial business projects. Guys, yeah. I'm like, literally, they're not even paying us for this, right? But I've never seen something so incredible. So like, yeah. literally, I feel like I went through university, got my degree, and I didn't learn the practical stuff that these kids learn. So listen to this. Under the BCom project, they want the kids to make money. Like as part of the thing, you start the business, but you need to go out into the practical world and make your first And actually amount. make money. Actually make money so that you can be properly graded and you can pass. I was like, what? So it's not just theoretic. You guys are like making them go out and at least That's make amazing. the first few thousand rands or something or the first thousand rand so that they know what it takes to make this money as an entrepreneur from... That's you know, being in business school. So that for me, into entrepreneurship in our podcast. Yeah, but that's what, that's what I like then. I, 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 think, I think things are changing and things need to change that way, that our kids mustn't be divorced. You know how I tell you all the time in the background offline that how we were taught our degrees yeah. were separate from the economy right yes. our degrees was about you're going to help people but no one yeah. spoke about the economics of while you help people you still need to live and you still want Thank to impact you. your community in it so they were all divorced from and yeah well what was you know my last post on facebook was brown doctors were sold from the weight from the gate you knew nothing else but how to get into death Yes. Nothing else. Yes. Yeah. And yes. no one told you how to make the money. Even though yeah. most of most people ended up in private practice, didn't know that they are ending up in private practice and participating in an economy. So yeah. it was just yeah, it's I like yeah. I like that. I like the practical Oh, I was impressed with yeah. yesterday's presentations. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, Guys, hit me up if you want your kids to go into this program. I'll connect you guys to Busi, who is a money magic student, but yeah. works over there and is busy developing this. I was on the phone with her afterwards. I was like, you're doing the Lord's work. Oh, no, like, that's I mean, the work. we cannot be getting out with degrees no. and like be expected to get jobs when there aren't even enough jobs. What job? You know? What, what job? job? You must create the job. Hmm. What job? You know? And which brings us to our host, Van. Remember how? Oh my gosh! You're our, gonna hear yes. an incredible, Tony. incredible Tony Ninkovic. He's from Serbia. He speaks yeah. about that. At 22, he had had several, several businesses because the last yeah. time his parents bought him any clothes was when he was yeah. 13. And that's how wow. I think we should bring it back bring our kids up they must yes. be thinking beyond beyond mommy is not yeah. going to be providing forever and yeah. anyway where are the jobs to provide so we've got an yeah. incredible incredible yeah. guest we really loved him yeah. yeah guys you are so in for a treat 
with Tony. He's going to share with us. One of the things that I'm looking forward to here is about how he negotiated a billion rand deal and brought it down to 850 million rand. So I love that. Wait for it. But I also love, well, as Prop Doc Mom, I love the fact that he covers the best strategy the buy refurbish and resell strategy which is great i keep telling everyone that there are 15 strategies you are not gonna ever do the 15 know your poison pick your poison stay with your poison and when you move along it's when you have become an expert in one of your strategies so you're gonna you you are going to learn something new today again yeah. We? No, I'm so excited. Let us start. Right. Let us do this. So welcome, Tony, to thank today's you, thank you, uh, thank episode. You, <laughs> thank you so much for inviting me, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're so happy to have you. So Tony, as Miso is laughing at herself right now, please <laughs> introduce you yourself. Tell it's us good to be happy. It's good to be happy. <laughs> Tell us who you are and what you do. Okay, so as you can hear by my accent, I'm not originally from South Africa. I'm originally okay. from Serbia. People usually, oh, wow. com- people usually confuse Serbia with Siberia. Uh, just to let yes. you know, it's, it's not in Russia. Uh, you know, it's cold there. So, well, not really. We're between Italy and Greece. So, it's not really that cold. Um, so, wow. if people don't know where Serbia is, uh, if anybody knows tennis and know of Djokovic, and he yes. is Yes. So he's a Serbian. So that's how you associate. Djoko. Yes, my man. Ah. He's playing semi-final of Frank okay. Open. Right. Anyway, so um, just to show my journey, I was born in Serbia and very humble background. Um, I grew up in a 19 square meter family of five. No way. Not nine zero, one nine. Um, you grew up, grew up in Mkuku in Serbia, I understand now. Very, very small. No, I, mean, I don't get it. Like 19 square meters in a family of five. I know. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That, that's Shek. very, very, it's the smaller shape, I would say. <laughs> you know? Yes. But you is know, it a built, was it a brick and mortar shack now that we are talking? No, it was a building. It was a, it was a built, eight story building and we were in a small, 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 small unit there. Uh, my, my dad was a policeman, so he got from government, small unit. But we were happy, you know. I grew up very poor. I didn't grow up in a situation where with a lavish and rich life. Uh, but I didn't know we were happy, you know. But however, <laughs> um, I grew up. I grew up in two wars. I grew up in two wars. I grew up in six, six years of war in, in, in Yugoslavia, which is a fortune. Oh yeah, it was very stupid yeah. war, to be honest. Um, I grew up in a way, uh, in America bombing my country for six, past six months, 1999, yeah. so two wars. But you know what? It, 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 wow. was, it was circumstances that make you stronger. And I always said, uh, it's a two way you can go. You can go, you can be broken or you can get stronger out. And I, I was always, you know, I always want to be stronger out. I, I, I always believed that it's better life out there and, and I want to become successful. So, you know, my parents, even from young age, told me, Tony, do what? Please don't be like us. Okay. Uh, we are workers. We're working hard. Mom was a waitress. That was a policeman. That's it. Oh. And I asked them, why do you want to be like you? I mean, you're working. It's fine. 
She said, because mm. somebody else is controlling your life. Okay. And, and I mean, I have a boss. I have drunk people in a restaurant all the time. And it's not nice. So yeah. please be your own boss. And I said to myself, okay. So from young age, I, was, I mean, every summer I was working. I, I, my parents last bought me a piece of clothes when I was 12 years old. I bought everything myself. My twin brother, I live in the UK, MJ. And resonate so, with so much of this. <laughs> I yeah. love clothes buying and parents telling you not to work for someone else. And yeah, then my mom's freaking out. When I do become an entrepreneur, then she regrets that she ever said all those things. There we go. I know. She's forgotten. So, but, to be honest, but to be honest with you, it's, it, it's something which uh, my parents really give me the opportunity to, to grow and to, you know, and, and they never uh, spoil me, to be honest. You know, even yeah. when the times are tough, the times are tough, you know, you have to fight. So I wanted to be an entrepreneur all my life. And I, I I'm a set to always, I'm official employable. I don't like working for the boss. I really do not like working for the boss. And, and it, it, for me, it was a choice. I mean, I, I did it in the past when I started and I didn't like it. So the first business I started was a personal training. So I was in the sports industry, in the judo, okay. martial arts. So okay. I, always, I always loved sports. And, and so my first business was a personal training business. I did massages. I did I had my own judo club. I had four or five small businesses at home and working on the personal training and then after a while I was earning wow. was was three times my mom's salary three times in Serbia how old were you at this point I was 22 old? 23 oh my gosh awesome Yo, but, then I said, but I realized I want more you know it's okay. a, however good it is and for Serbian standards I was earning okay money However, I said to myself, I want more. And, mm-hmm. and my friends and the family around me said, why do you want to leave this country? You're earning three times your current salary. You know how I call it, ladies? I call it a comfort zone. Okay. Mm-hmm. But can we all three of us agree that all exciting stuff is outside the country? <laughs> don't talk, don't talk to me. Don't talk to Bagila about that. No, no, I can see that she's a go I love it, man. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, That's I mean, like, I, I fully support people leaving their countries, by the way. Like, I am in full support of I that. <laughs> yeah, well, I always, I find, I say I found opportunities everywhere. You know, and that's the reason yeah. I left Serbia. But I went to America. I went to America. Wow. And I work on, on cruise ships as a fitness director. And oh wow! Well. Where did you work? <laughs> I worked on Disney Cruise Lines. Oh, I work in a carnival and a region. Oh wow! Wow, those are apparently the fun ones because you guys can gamble on there. <laughs> yeah, we, okay. I, I, I'm not a gambler to be honest. But, but I'll just let I, you take I, over. I'll just let you take over the podcast. The two of you talking about cruise ship. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. It, it was fun. <laughs> no, to be honest, it was fun. I love it. Uh, I enjoyed it, you know, I earned good money. And, but for me, it was a traveling the most important thing. But they, what's happened to me, the most beautiful thing, I met my wife, uh, Michelle. Oh, okay. She is from South Africa. And, uh, okay. And um, we started dating. And actually, 2010, we were supposed to go back to Cruise Line to be art auctioneers. Right. So we got oh, the opportunity wow. to be art auctioneers. And I came, I came here for a month. 
to meet her parents yeah. because yeah. they're going to be very serious and, and I said, cool, let me meet your parents before we get too serious. Right. But then I came to the country and I fell in love. Oh, I know. We have this so sun. <laughs> I'm saying we, we have the sun. We have the most gorgeous weather. We do, hey. We do. The yeah. worst. Um, no, we don't. <laughs> I have I have a summer all year round. You guys have seasons. That is a problem. Okay, well, but that well, we can't compare to Sri Lanka. That's true. That's true. <laughs> listen, you know what I like about South Africa, right? First of all, I experience it's a friendliness. And okay. a lot of friendly people. I mean, they, yeah. they welcome me. They welcome me with a full heart to show family and, and friends and, and people around okay. me. And I felt like, a, wow, I actually want to stay here. But then, okay. you know, talking to my wife, got an opportunity to um, start three friends, start a small business. Do you want to join us? And we said, well, listen, we wanted to come here. Maybe so they stay here anyway. So, well, let's start. And we came here, it was great, um, you know, but then, but then friends said to my wife after a few months, okay, I think this is not going to work. <laughs> and, wow. and the reason we stayed is now, okay, cool, we don't have opportunity. So, absolutely. Yeah, and it, you know what, it's this, I'm a, uh, God was the one that's waiting to happen, and I'm like, okay, well, it's true. We have to make a plan now. You know, I'm the guys who always make a plan. You know, my wife went to, she got an experience in, in IT. She went to SAP, SAP, and uh, yeah. consulting and stuff. It was really good. And I started uh, my own business in personal training. Uh, okay. we, moved to, we moved accidentally to Hard TV for them. It's really completely random. Accidentally. Uh, I would really love that. Let me just ask this, Tony. So you moved to, to Hard TV for them. Was it your first property buy or rent, were rent. you thinking of real estate at all at that time? No, no, not at all. No, no. Okay. Tell, us, uh, tell us a little about how you got to rent yeah. them then. Okay. So how I rent a day? How I rent is Africa? Hmm. Yeah, uh, yes. How did you actually uh, tell no, us? Tell us about the accidental <laughs> way remember. of ending up renting in Hartebiers because we'd love friend. to get to. Yeah. Oh. Through a friend. Then how do you go from personal fitness to real estate? Mm, I mean, that's question. kind of yes. like a big jump. Completely. It Absolutely. is. <laughs> I always love I'll always love properties, to be honest. Uh, wow. just, yeah. I didn't have any knowledge. Uh, I didn't have any experience. It's just but I didn't know. Um, I didn't know how and what. And I spoke to a friend of mine, Milan, who is also Serbian, who all went to cruise ships as well. And he said, Tony, you know what? I'm associated with this company called Legacy or Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I'm like, okay. Oh. And what I did oh, on cruise ships, oh, I was doing some public speaking as well. And I, wanted, I said, I want to do public speaking. I want to do properties. And they said to me, well, listen, this company is only for a one year in South Africa. It's growing. It's, it's a, they said it was Tigrant. And I said to myself, well, listen, I like public speaking and I want to probably properties. So what I did, that was 2015, I decided uh, to, to join the company and I needed to invest in my education. I went to a three-day workshop and anyway, I was completely blown away with the uh, energy, the knowledge and potentials of, in real estate. And mm. I said to myself, 
this is something that I would really want to do. And, and that's, I was completely blown away. So I decided, I think with, with everybody watching this, I always recommend first invest in your education. Yes. You know, too many people are doing the property game not knowing anything. And mm. too many people jumping in the property market and lose a lot of money. And mm. I said to myself, I don't want to do one of the be one of those guys. I want to learn property from day one. Yeah. So what I did, I invested in my education. I invested about 100000 rand in my education. And I got myself a property coach. Uh, his name is Andrew Walker. And it, it's really changed, changed a lot of things in me. You know, because he was, he's absolutely an amazing person. And, you know, he, and he also guided me with, uh, with a lot of knowledge, with a lot of experience. He's, I don't know, he's a big investor overseas and here. And, I mean, when I realized that this is a cool thing and I can make money, let me go for it. So my first investment property, I bought it then uh, about three months after my education. Mm. I bought property in Windsor West and it was a sheriff auction property. Okay. So okay. where this went to the auction. Oh my gosh. Mm. Wow. It was an auction property. Yes. Okay, let's wow. talk about that a little bit. Um, the emotional journey of mm. buying a property in the auction. I, we, we hear lots of extremely good stories and then on the extremely other side, yeah, yeah. we hear the, the horror of it. So, mm. so what was it like for you? Were you with someone? Did you do it on your own? Um, was it your deliberate yeah. strategy to start with an auction? How did that go for you? All right. So, so when we started the journey, we wanted to flip properties, so buy, fix, and sell. And we found it with consulting with our coach at that stage, Andrew, and said, listen, maybe the auction is one of those things where we should look at it at it because it's definitely distressed sellers. We are facing a potential repossession from the bank if it's not sold in the auction. And... And we come across a deal. Well, let's do the let's do the, the research. We bought property on Sheriff HQ, um, which is a, a site where two weeks prior to the auction, you can see what property going to auction. So we got there. We actually see the, the we went to the place, and actually the gentleman who stayed there, uh, Sean, was there. And we just spoke to him. Listen, Sean, we were taking to buy this property. We were lucky. Sometimes you share auction, you can't access the properties. Uh, because the seller's not answering or the, it's, it's, it's a distress so that I want to put inside. But we were lucky we actually went to see the property and we saw massive potential. It was, you know, there's a dirty, stinky, smelly property. It was exactly yeah, like that. Yeah. It was, oh, wow. It was, yeah. It's shame. It's a, oh, my God. I think, I think all of us went to, I mean, not all of us, but people go through circumstances where it's a tough in life. And I think the gentleman that did went to be a tough uh, a losing job and etc. Mm. This stage, so we did a bit of research. We checked what average price in the area going for, and and what my, did my numbers. I think it was property is the most important thing is to understand the yeah. area and understand your numbers, and that's what people don't understand. If they just mm. jump and go, this property is cheap. Well, you need to understand what's cheap because people think if you go in the Hillbrow buy hundred thousand, hundred fifty, two hundred thousand flat. That's cheap. Yeah. I said, no, that's market price. 
mm. and people don't understand what's market price. So I, I check my things. Okay, this is how much I'm going to bet. And my advice before anybody going to buy a shape auction is to actually have first money available. Never go on sheriff auction if you don't have money available. So what okay. I mean about it, when you buy a property sheriff auction, you need to put uh, 10% deposit immediately yeah. and you need to pay sheriff fee immediately. And yeah. if you don't have that money available, uh, the prop, even you win the bid, the property will go back to the bidding again. So I know. That's, mm. that's very important. People don't understand that when you go to the sheriff auction. So we got there, we did our research, I did my numbers, and I like, I always wanted to share, I had a goosebumps, you know, you know, I was a bidding here, and my heart rate to how I felt, my heart was bidding 360 k an hour, you know, it was really... I like that. You know, I, I was uh, pretty excited, but I have to be honest, yeah. I played cool, I played cool, I, I, I didn't show I was nervous. You know, <laughs> a lot of, there's a lot of guys there who bid in so many times. Like you, you see the guys with the, who are actually in the property game, they're like limit certificates, yeah. they consider buying. And it was a full yeah. house, man. It was probably 60, 70 people there in Randburg. Oh, Randburg. wow. Yeah, it, was, it was packed. Wow. And I'm like, so my advice always, always, what we teach in the, uh, my, my students, I always go to the back and and to, you can observe who is bidding against where the banker, where okay. the attorney. The attorney is always sitting in the front. And I can see who I'm bidding against. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. and so... Oh, that's interesting. So the bank's attorneys always sit in front. Yeah, first, first row. First row. Oh, wow. And so reason why that is because uh, it's the banks always have reserved price. So, yes. or they will actually accept it. So, yeah. what, oh. what, once they once come to the, the, the end of the bidding, what what the, the sheriff will look at the, the banker and they will say yes or no. Yes. They yeah. will let it go or no, you still have to bid. Yeah. So, and that's yeah. basically, that's what's been a problem. You can oh, see wow. them signaling to each other while they are sitting there and you can see the oh. auctioneer is almost giving up but he looks down at this person sitting in front and you can see them nodding yeah. to each other. And oh, he keeps wow. Yeah, so yeah. there's wow. lots of people to watch in there. There, there are the syndicates to watch. There's the yeah. auction. The auction. So you have to sit at a vantage point to almost suss out who, who's the in the audience. Yeah. But that's, that's the reason wow. I said always go to the back so you can observe that, everything. That is oh, too wow. <laughs> that is such interesting advice. This is why I love yes. this podcast. We learn these little things that you wouldn't learn anywhere Absolutely. else. Small things. But that comes with education. That's how we're teaching our students. Yeah. Always, always. Oh. The and all, always, I said to you, before you start bidding, uh, always know your figure what you're going to bid. Absolutely. Uh, don't, know your figure. Mm. You know, okay. Too many guys, get, I would say egos, they jump from the ego. And they start bidding against each other just to be able to win the property. I saw some scary things on the ocean. And wow. I'm like, crazy. Um, yeah. Guys will win it. I know what's my numbers. If my numbers pass in that level, I walk away with and I don't even bid. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in this I property, like uh, this property, I was bidding against. Uh, and my advice don't jump immediately to bid. Uh, what I did. Um, the bidding started around 100,000 rand. 
and, mm. and went very quickly to 200,000, very quickly. <laughs> and I will say in five seconds, 10 seconds, uh, that's how I felt. And once slow increment started, what I did when it comes to 210, 220, 225, 227, and the guy was, so two guys were being against each other, I offered 250. Yeah. So I offered 20,000, I'm the big increment again. They were like, yeah. whoa, 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 what's happening? Who is this guy now? And yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so just me and one other guy, other guy walk away, 250, 255, 260, and it, he offered 270, and I'm like, Ugh. but 270 was yeah. my figure as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was like, and I said to myself, I'm not going above 270. That was my figure. And I, but I, we saw he was hesitating as well on 270. So yeah. we said, well, listen, he's hesitating. I'm like, the yeah. time here, you said this to the side. You don't have a, yeah. let me just think about it for a second. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. You think about that. You have a position few seconds beside. I said 275, and he walked away. Okay. Wow. Right. Wow. And going yeah. wide, going wide, three times sold to number, I, don't know, I think I was number three. So I was number three. And we won the bet. So then straight away, wow. we arranged the bank, we paid 10% deposit. Uh, by the way, this property I use in zero my own money. Really? Okay. But where did you uh, get the Where did you get it? Tell us about that. <laughs> so and the shadow speed. What yeah. do you mean? So, what so do you mean, Tony? Yeah, using <laughs> other people's money. So people, when I say mm. other people's money, you know, people think in this industry you have to have hundreds of thousands of rand or millions in your account no. yeah. on your own cash. I would say you have to have money in your account, but I said that to be yours. You can have available. Yeah. Yes. That's a different thing. So I yeah. use, I use my, I call it investment card or credit card. Um, yeah. And what I did, I paid my 10%. Wait, you use the credit card? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Wow, I don't put in a credit card. Yeah, you have yeah, to that's, have a credit that's card. That's a big mistake, man. That's a mistake, Ven. You need your credit score to increase with a credit card. My credit score is increasing just fine without a credit card. Well, yeah. listen, well, well, after this after this podcast, you're going to change your mind now. Yeah. <laughs> So, it is. so I paid, I think, 40,000 40, on the day, cherry uh, mm-hmm. fee and uh, 10%. And right. another, in a good, what we, we applied for a home loan, we got, because you have 21 days to prove the rest of the funds. And okay. actually 27 days, but 21 days official, but seven days to rectify it, so 28 days. Okay. So we, get, we got, as a home loan, 80% loan. Oh wow! Um, and e- even the the deal we bought it, it was way below market value. I'll tell you now how much it sold before. Uh, even because it was such a wreck property, the kitchen was awful, cockroaches everywhere. It's, wow! It was yeah, it was really one of the stinkiest smelly one. And mm. but they were gives eighty percent, so I need to pay another ten percent. I use my credit card again to pay another ten percent. And, sure. and when you buy an auction, you need to know what's outstanding rates and taxes and levies. So what we did, we paid, and used my credit card to pay that as well. Wow. So I paid entire 20% and I, and I add value. So what we did, we do refurbishments. We paid from 40,000 rent to fix up. So we put a brand mm-hmm. new kitchen, 
with brainstorm, we painted, um, we put carpets, and it was absolutely amazing. And we we give it a brand new look and you clean it. The place looks stunning afterwards. We sold the property yeah. a few months later for five hundred thirty-five thousand. What? Yeah. Wow. And that was and the normal price was five fifty, five fifty, sixty. We sold it for five thirty-five through agents. And yeah. uh, after paying all the interest, after paying everything what we invested it and everything, we still make 120k or 123,000 profits. Wow. Wow. So that was our first, very first deal. We went to the properties and it was actually pretty cool. Uh, you know, it's a Jimmy, people said to me that 120,000 changed my life. I said, absolutely. And not because of money, but because of confidence. Wow. Yeah. So you and made a profit. So just to backtrack, after everything you sold, because um, it's numbers, right? We love to repeat numbers on this podcast. Um, and I feel like we've lost Mizo. She just sent me a message to say she's having some uh, internet fine. issues. So we'll continue and she'll log back in. So you paid, um, you bought the, car, uh, the property at 275. Uh, mm -hmm. You used 40K on your credit card to pay for it. Then, so guys, like, remember these numbers, right? So you can use your credit card to pay for things. And then you paid another yeah. 10%. Uh, and then you got a home loan. So another 10%, yeah. I'm guessing, came out of your credit card. And yeah. then you got a home loan. And then you yeah. paid another 40K. Did you get the 40K from the bank or did you use your credit card again for credit the again. fixing up? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So this credit card was doing the Lord's work, as they say. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah it was doing hardcore work. I was sweating tears right there. <laughs> Misa, you're back. Yay. Okay. So I 40K um, <laughs> on the credit card to fix up. So guys, okay. So like, this is kind of like a shock to me because this credit card has already got almost 100K on it. And then you sold the property for 535. How long did it take you to fix? Um, to fix the property, Tony, so people know how long it can take them to flip a yeah. house. How it depends long on each project. Them? So my, this project took me two weeks. Two, two weeks? Wow. Well, that's when you have to have proper power team. Yeah. Tell us about that, please. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> two weeks. So mm. uh, I got very good connection. How crazy is this? So uh, once we... To change the kitchen completely because it was really a wreck, you know, it was moldy and it was awful. Um, so we got a quote online, and the cheapest quote was twenty five thousand. The most expensive was a fifty thousand for the brand new kitchen. And that stage, Andrew, I said, Andrew, who's my who's my coach, listen, Andrew, um, how I know what's a good price is? I mean, is twenty five too cheap or fifty k is too expensive? And he said to me, the both quotes are too expensive. So what? he's called these guys, and he, they actually have a good contact, good carpenter, Daryl. We call Daryl, he made that a small business, and the quote is 14,000 Rand for the brand new kitchen. No way. Wow. And wow. we bought a new stove, yeah. and, and it basically you know, it looks completely different. It, it was transforming that kitchen amazing. And that, and that took. Four days, um, literally four days, 
in and out the every... kitchen. Yeah. yeah. No, they, they took everything in one no. day. Remember, they do manufacture everything outside. So okay, everything so... is made. Yeah. Can I just say this? Because I am so triggered right now. Mizo knows that I, when I did a major innovation <laughs> on my property in Cape Town last year, your figures are really triggering me because I spent on a little two-bedroom, like yeah. triple, more than triple what you spent on this property. But it depends on the area, right? Because but the winter was not a hardcore area, no, which Cape Town in the area is different. No, still, yeah, very, very I think true. Cape Town, Cape Town is a republic, remember, right? It's like <laughs> another country. It's like Serbia, yeah. country, South Africa, and then there's Republic of Cape Town. And number two, I think when you are working well with a project manager that that's that that has always functioned at a certain level of the market, I find that even even coaches, certain coaches that, that advise us to buy certain properties, they have a set point of where they are functioning from. They that have is never very seen, true. Yeah, yes. never seen yes. anything that is that cheap. I don't I don't yes, think this the is true. manager was at fault. She used No, not at all. Point. She she's very good. She's excellent and she she's actually excellent. She is. She <laughs> is. I, I think she's a master at 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 flipping. <laughs> But she flips with a certain type, with a yeah. certain level. And then when yeah. we decided, this is my cash cow, I'm really going to squeeze a property yeah. for all the money I can get. There's a certain, yes. so you can have actually three power teams. Your power team, your contractor that 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 functions at Dane Fan is not yeah. the same one that wow. flips at Windsor East, right? Yeah. So I think that's what the, the Oh issue my is gosh. There. And Windsor no, East. Exactly. I mean, I brought my, I, but I was there. I, wow. I brought separate contractors for each project. So what I did, sometimes I found wow. when you bring a one guy, it charges you so much for everything. Yeah. And what I did, yeah. I brought separate. So I brought different painters. I mean, painting. Yeah. They, do, they didn't do yeah. was a brick brick townhouse, was a two you know, two you know, two bedroom townhouse. Um. So the outside didn't have to be painted. It was brick. Inside, they painted it. In and out, duplex. So they painted in one day, literally. Wow. Boom, boom, boom. And yeah. I changed the tiles yeah. in the kitchen, yeah. and and the carpet was done in I one like day it. as well. Tony, I guys, my mindset needs to shift. Like I'm listening yep. to you, Tony, and I'm like, I <laughs> need to really get a quick mindset shift because yeah. wow. <laughs> I really need you to do that. And with a bear strategy, you absolutely need that. And I think yeah. I think that learning is is coming. For me, I'm learning vicariously through my mentees mm. because the kind of flips they are doing on their cottages. Yeah. You see that when you are flipping a house in their own home where they are living, you have to use a certain contractor who understands you yeah. live in the and you want it to be at a certain level. I really like what you've shared with us, Tony. The power Listen. of your power team for each project. Is and exactly, you know, that's exactly yeah. what I'm telling my students as well. You know, I'm telling my students to uh, always, and, I'm, and a good thing is my students using my power team, which is yeah. beautiful. And, and then I said to people, when, a, lot of time, a lot of time when they enter property market, they have nobody. I said, well, listen, I have everything. You, you have, have everything. 
But Tony, yeah. you are so mean now. You know, you told us all about Sebia and you told us about your meeting your wife and whatever. You keep saying my students, you are a mentor as well. Is that what yes, I'm saying? Yes. Yes, yes, I am. So, ah, so, so what I said. Our so little brother listening, Tony. Yeah, so tell us how that happened. <laughs> don't, be, um, don't be modest on us here. Come on. Okay, 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 okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Anyway, so, so, <laughs> so what I did, I mean, I was part of the company with Legacy and I was a public speaker I for them. That. And, and I was there coaching lots of students and I did very well. I mean, but I decided the time, I, I wanted to do things on my own. And I'm always the guy who does not like take orders. And I said to you from the beginning of this podcast, I do not like to be boss. And even the boss is a really good friend of mine. We have a good relationship. However, he's still telling me what to do. And I don't like that. So, oh, through legacy. Yes. So when you were at legacy, you still had a boss. Well, <laughs> I won't say a boss, but I have a manager director who was making the boss that need to get a decision. Yeah. Uh, will you speak? Sorry, just to belabor the point. I'm just trying to understand. Were you a speaker or a mentor at Legacy? I was both. Okay. Okay. So actually, I wasn't. I wasn't mentor. I was coach. That's the different ah, thing. Yes. Having mentor and coach is competitive things in True. my mind, and and I will show you now what's what's difference. So yep. and I decided, and it was at the end of last year. I I wanted to do things my own, and for a while actually, but. I wanted to give us something to the students where it's a bit different than a lot of guys. So what I did, I said to myself, let me do this. And I was comfortable with legacy. I was doing really well and, and, and all good. But again, you know, sometimes we need to calculate the risks. And, and when I started it, you know, I, I just said, I'm going to do it. I, I don't care. I had, I had, I had a zero students. I like, listen, I'm going to start anyway. So... I decided to open Property Mentor. Property Mentor. Okay. I literally made the name Property Mentor for a reason because I want people okay. to associate with Property Mentor. Okay. And trick when people Google Property Mentor, I'm the first on Google. You know? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's very clever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what I did, I mean, I started the first, second, third, fourth students and and I mean, I started Property Mentor from nothing. Now we've seen quite a few students now already. I don't even know how many we have growing every single day, every single week, new students sign up. But the reason why they sign up Property Mentor and me, because I offer them something that a lot of guys want. So what I'm, and, or if they do, they charge you a lot of money for it. So I decided yes. to go and, and I'm a Property Mentor. And, I, and what I did to my students, I physically, how about this? I physically go with them and show them how to talk to an agent. I love you. Your Mizo, basically. Mizo does I all love this that. as a mentor as well. I she love goes that. with her students oh, every day. How about this? How about <gasps> I tell you, I physically go with my students and help them to negotiate the deal. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because this yep. whole thing of talk shop, we've we've attended yes. enough conferences to know, yep. Tony, right? And yep. you know how how the emotional bits of you will stop you from negotiating. I mean, just signing an offer to purchase yep. is nerve-wracking. Nerve-wracking. You have to sit with someone to show them. And, you know, I, I just find coaches that just speak above you and they're like, and you must you must use, and the substantive clause, 
and, and, and you don't know what the heck. You know, some mm. people don't even know. When you came to South Africa, did you know what food stewards means? Yeah. What does food stewards mean to you? I grew up in Soweto. I don't know what food stewards mean. <laughs> like, especially, especially by an auction, you know you buy food stewards. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. And can, yeah. yeah. And my whole argument is when you are mentoring someone, yeah. you want them to journey and to win. Yes. And you can let go of their yes. Right? Yes. Unless, yes. You're, you know, I mean, if your intention is for them not to win, then, you know, and just mm. don't call yourself a coach or a mentor. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. I'm not afraid. I mean, to be honest, if people ask me, um, you know, how you does so well, I mean, what, you're so confident when you speak to the agent or seller. You know what yes. I said? I did mean times. Negotiation is a skill to learn. Yes. And also, uh, I do have in mind that you know people don't understand the, that there's, there's a different type of people. And you yeah. need to speak differently to every single one of them. Yes. So, so, and the biggest problem with a lot of people when they approach, they approach the same with everyone. And that's the yes. Don't do that. You know, every, every, yes. I, I went to one of my students uh, recently, Sydney, and we went to the property, and age was a bit hard, and the yeah. winner afterwards, because when, when somebody is direct, I'm very much direct. I uh, don't back yes. off, I'm completely there, and you can't, you can't underrate me, because yes. I have a strong personality, and, and it's just the way it is. But then we went to the street seller at the same time, and she's very quiet, very shy. Oh. So you lower your voice as well. <laughs> I like that. <sighs> it's called mirroring the other person. That's that's, that's yes. such a great power tool. That's such a great power yeah. tool to me. I yes. love that. I really, I'm, 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 I'm really, yeah. really. You are my tribe. I, <laughs> it really I, is. Actually, I feel. <laughs> We, we I feel like man. Tony is our tribe in a way. I'm, I'm, I'm like, as we're talking, man. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's what yeah, I like. So, Tony, yeah. tell me. Yeah. So, have you continued to use the same strategy uh, in buying your property investments or have you changed? And if you have, why? Mm. Or which combination of strategies sure. have you sure. now developed into? Yeah. yeah That's yeah, a great journey, question, Nizo. The, the, the journey was, my journey was uh, crazy you know, for the last few okay. years. So, <laughs> so what I did, I, I'm flipping a few properties and I realized okay. it's so much work. Yeah. yeah. You know, wow. it's like it's it's going in and out, and then I'm like, it doesn't, it must be easier thing. So what I did, I started sourcing deals. I mean, I source quite a few properties. What's wow. uh, right. me? What's me sourcing? Let me explain that. What more. is sourcing? Yeah. So sourcing is you actually not. It's a I call them a sourcing agent, but don't call yourself an agent. You're actually an investor. Yeah. Mm. So you're the person who find a deal. Who's negotiating the deal, package yeah. it, and pass along for the fee. Ah, yes. There's a, there's a, there's a wings and way to do it. I mean, um, I passed many times with a fee, signing any documents, etc. But also, there's also a way to do it properly. For instance, a uh, few times I did source a property where I get myself to brokerage. 
and, I, yeah. and, and the brokerage is a phase of the sourcing deal. However, I did a small percentage and I took majority because I all I did I just used them as a as a front face to to broke the deal. Yeah. Because mm, you, yeah. to be able to broke the deal, you have to have NQ4, NQ5 as an estate agent to get commission, which I'm not. I'm not an estate agent. However, I went through the source of brokerage and I got sourcing fee. But a lot of times I did source to my personal investors, which I built over time, um, and they pay me fee anyway. So without going to brokerage, wow. so it depends who you know and how you how you do it. So I source quite. I mean, just this year I made around two hundred thousand sourcing. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and I just. Yeah. How so do you when make? I tell, uh, can I just yeah. quickly? Sorry, Misa, to just ask. I'm very interested. I'm always interested in the numbers. It must be because I'm a money coach, right? I'm always interested in the actual business model. So uh, when you're sourcing a property, how do you negotiate your fee that this is how much I'm going to get mm. from this property? Sure. What is your percentage? Yeah. So yeah. it depends on the size of the deal, I would say. And yes. it depends how much I negotiate it. So for instance, okay. if, if you have a deal which is 200,000 rand, um, okay. a small flat, you can't charge 60,000 rand for sourcing fee. Of um, course. Because it just doesn't make any sense, all right? So yeah. the person yeah. can just come and buy the deal on his own. Absolutely. At a regular price. So I said to uh, my students, well, for this small deal, you charge between 50 to 20,000 rand, a small deal. Don't charge too much. Okay. Don't be greedy. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just to rather get a small fee, which is for a matter of up to 20, 20K. But a bigger deal, I mean, block of flats, I mm -hmm. uh, charge around 100K. Okay. Well, wow, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, the deal that I, I nearly got into right now, what we agreed on was 1% to 2% of the sourcing. It was the size of the deal that was determining yeah. it. One, yeah. one to two percent. Yeah. Unfortunately, the deal has had to fall through because there's a complication on the person that's distressed. But that's oh, wow. that, that's how sometimes and yeah. it is. There's no one who determines um, how much it is to broker a deal, to be honest, okay. you know, mm. but it is, I think, I think um, something like two to five percent. Somewhere there yeah. in between is, is 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 the accepted rate, and no one will will frown at you when you no. when you do that. I mean, so year, yeah. yeah, year and a half ago, I was doing a billion rand transaction. Yeah. So the company wow. asked me to to negotiate a deal for billion rands. Yeah. And wow. you know, I negotiate from one point two billion to eight hundred and fifty million. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they are, uh, literally hiring wow. my skill. They hire me to like, give them a good price. So yeah. I literally, was, I, I saved them 350 million in transaction. Yeah. And that wow. is huge. And they will decide and they'll go, gosh, that was huge. We'll give you 5%. Wow. Of what, well, of there was 2.5% of the purchase price. Absolutely. Um, no, no, wow. no, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. That is so, incredible. I've, that I've is like insane. I've had crazier things like, yeah, exactly what you're talking about. Someone was That's doing a four billion deal in, in 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 city center somewhere, and it was a whole pile of of properties, various properties, residential mm. and commercial, mixed yes. like that. And and he, he was promised ten percent of of the deal, 
at the end, they gave him something like 8% plus a building. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I wanted to cry. I'm like, what do you mean in a building? They were just oh like, you were God. so awesome. A, build, a whole wow. building? I think I need to speak to this guy. I didn't, I didn't give the best of that. You're like, I need to learn yeah. from the guy. Oh my I'm God. I'm telling you. Vanilla, I heard about it in, at the end of February, but there was just so much going on. I just sat there and I'm like, I don't understand. He kept repeating what happened and then what he did. And then it was his what? time, man. It was his time, guys. It was his time. You know, and, I, and I, you know what? People see that, you know what people see? And uh, I love uh, a lot of photo with uh, the iceberg and the, under the iceberg, the massive yes, ice. Every yes. street is building and in, 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 in the money he made. But I can tell yeah. you right now, he probably, he or she probably went to massive disappointments, massive. Uh, doing years yeah. up and down, up and down, and yeah. you can have a breakthrough. And I applaud them yeah. for that, you know. And it's good, you know. At the end of the day, it's, it's about uh, being persistent. And I think a lot of people yeah. don't realize the property game is a hard game. Absolutely. And people realize that they're going to go into properties, go in and out, and make a lot of money. It's on the French, but it does not happen. Absolutely. Yeah. And we decide yeah. very, very quickly that I can't and I'm, 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 you know, my hand is up because what I said to the person at the time, without knowing that I actually sell something, I said to them, um, you know, I'm not good with things like that. I don't know how to negotiate things. I don't know how to talk about things. I, and that's a lie. I'm already doing a podcast. Right, and we what what is our business? We talk information here. We give knowledge and we pass it on. We talk to you, yeah. Tony, and convince you to come over. And when he was trying to explain to me that you are selling something as you're speaking to me, I kept shaking yeah. my head like that, and I see how we are self-limiting. Yeah. And yeah, thousand percent. Who taught you? Who taught yes. you? Who taught you to go yeah. and fetch a deal of a billion rand? Yeah. So sure. I, I, I mean, like a, literally a deal of a billion rand. You go and you fetch it. That's it. That you is know, incredible. It's, it's, a, it's about actually knowing you have a knowledge first. I mean, to be honest yeah. with you, it's about uh, going yeah. there and know what you're doing. Number one. You know, yeah. you can't just negotiate the deal of a billion rand. It doesn't happen overnight. You know, to be honest, it's a. Yes. Uh, you know, you need to have a good team around you who understand. I mean, I, I always said I'm not, I'm not jack of all trades. I don't understand everything, and I, 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 don't, I don't want to understand everything. But what yeah. I do, I surround myself with the people who understand what I don't understand. And, yes. and you know, and that's what I do. My biggest thing is find some of the partners in this game who understand what you don't have. Mm. Oh my that's God! That's one thing. That's very powerful. That Amen. Isn't yes. that the gold? Oh my God. Wow, that is on point. That is so on point, Tony. So, Tony, my last question to you actually is Have you uh, gone into a buy and hold strategy? Like, you know, the rent to buy, really uh, right the buy to rent strategy? Yeah. So, we, and for years, I, I didn't want to keep, I wanted to, because it was, it was quick money, sourcing. But I've busy buying right now awesome, awesome property with my partner. Again, I use another amount of money to get this deal. Uh, <laughs> we just, yes. Actually, we just got a, we just got a approval from the APSA. Thank you, APSA, yesterday. Uh, the hundred percent bond. Wow. And hundred um, percent. So, Did you say hundred percent? Hundred percent. Tony. What? 
Yes. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. You, you've got it. You've got it. Is that it? That, you've got um, a skill, Tony Shane. Let no one yeah. tell well, you anything well, else. <laughs> with, that, uh, with that, it's about partnering with the right people. Yeah. And that's what I oh, say yeah. as well. So, yeah. in the end of the day, I mean, this deal, this deal we buy now, it's in a queue, Johannesburg, K E W. Yeah. Which is 1,670 square meter property. Oh, that's huge. And Why? it's a five bedroom house with wow. a four five rooms outside. So, we buy the, uh, so what I did, I got very good agents uh, who really brought me this deal, Sumta, and she's awesome. And we already know more or less that an average house in the area minimum go for 1.5, 1.6, 1.8, the big, big, big plots. And what we did, I did the research. So we wanted to multi-let. And I know the house next to the house is also multi-let. So it's a cool. It's, it's an area allows that, which is really good. And which is good. We, we got it 1.2, which is no. 300,000 below market value already. And so sorry, you got it for 1.2, you said 1.2, yeah. yes. Wow. I love yeah. it. I love wow. it. Really. But that's not that's not it. The beautiful thing, I what I did, I see the vision, all right. So what we did, we look at the vision, uh partner is there, partner is Dodil Michael, um, very good with the, the numbers as well, like him about. And I said, Tony, what more we can do here? So listen, how about we rezone this place? Yeah. Okay, so what we did, we did a quick check with the, uh, with the town planner and, yeah. we, and we got basically in principle that we get a result to raise three. Okay, wow. we, we actually go thumbs up from the municipality because the area needed the high density, we need they need a more accommodation. More so accommodation. We actually, what we're gonna do, we have so many options, it's amazing yeah. because just as it is, we're gonna make around 25,000 a month. Wow. Uh, as, as it is, is, as a, as a multi-level one. Before you build. Wow. Amazing. So that even happens. before you're building, you and re, um doing everything, you're making money. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I always buy positive cash properties. Always, always, always. And, and then what we're going to do, uh, with my idea is to actually, it take a 12 months to rezone, cost around 60,000 rent. What we're going to do, we're going to use the rental money. I don't, I don't like putting my money in properties. So I want to yeah. use rental money to pay for rezone. Absolutely. And then, and then what's going to happen is, after we run race three, first of all, the property is already worth a million more. Watch this rezone. Absolutely. So I can sell it as a race three, as a house, and make a million in property easy. Just because Absolutely. the rezone to race three. And not just that, uh, we're gonna be looking around building 15 to 16 flats. Yeah. So we can we can put a freehold or we can do section title each of them and make a few million profits after reselling and because average two bedroom or one bedroom going there for around six hundred thousand. Absolutely. Okay. Now I want you to stop there, Tony, because our listeners who are listening are total rookies. Some of them, some of them might yeah. know what you're talking about. And I just want to illustrate two things that you're talking about instantly cool. in buying a property in Q, which is a suburb that has declined, declined in inverted commas <laughs> for some people. It's a declined yeah. suburb. It's become a high density uh, suburb that other people don't like buying in. You mm -hmm. are buying at 1.2 million. 
instantly how you force appreciation on that property in that suburb is by rezoning it from residential one to res three. Res three means you yeah. can put multiple tenants in that same. You yes. are appreciating it by rezoning. And the minute you draw up the plans as well, even before you start building, you have forced appreciation on that, on that property. Wow. And then you build the 15 to 16 units that you are planning to do, forced appreciation again, you will never sell it at 1.2 million instantly. No. Yeah. Or no, you that is and that is, that is a pain point for lots of the maintenance yeah. that have bought properties. They ask me, but yes. what do you mean? What do you mean yes. I could have made cash flow from day one? And I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm going to show you the strategy. That's exactly yes. what I was made to buy, right? Yes. Buy the nonsense of you're going to break yes. even in year three and then in year four. Yeah. And we don't have time for that. We yeah. have no we time have for that. that. We are yeah. property investors here. Let's make some money. Wow. wow. But you also so made... Incredible. But this is also back yeah. to why Mizo and I went crazy. We would listen to Bigger Pockets, Tony. I know. And we would hear about multi-led. And we didn't know this was a thing in <laughs> South Africa until we started this podcast. Then we're like, this is a thing everywhere. But this is exactly why, as property investors, we have to look for multi-leds. This oh, is a small yeah. little property with your apartment there's only yeah. so much you can do with can it do to appreciate yeah. value, yeah. right? To force yeah. appreciation. Yeah. But when you've got a yard or you've got a multi-led, there's room to build, all these things, it just completely changes the game. Changes the and, game. But but I would definitely say that do properly because a lot of people do that with not plans approved. So long we just built. And I saw I saw the one guy was selling 12 rooms. In Soweto, 12 rooms for 200,000. And must be, must be cash. I'm like, a reason why it's cash because you don't have plans approved. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And yes. so you need to be, it needs to be legal. Uh, I always say people not do it legally. My advice, my advice before you enter property market, everybody who's listening to this, guys, educate yourself first. Number yes. one. Thank Number you. Number two, Surround yourself people who done it before. Yeah. Absolutely. Because yes. don't do this game doesn't have to be a long game. Yes. And that's the reason I start property mentor. And that's people come to me and say, Tony, please. And and the end of the day, it's all about uh, having somebody next to you who done it before. Yeah. You don't have to do this or not. But you know what's the biggest problem, ladies? I have big stories. The people should be putting, but I don't want to invest in my education. I said to them, look at this. What? You're going to pay for education mm. either way. Yes. You will. <laughs> you will. Indeed, you will. So, yeah. when I said, I mean, when I was being, like, listen, guys, you're paying 50, 60, 100,000 for coaching. Mm. I charge people 4,000 a month, 3,000 a month. Yeah. Wow. Reason why I did that, I want to give opportunity to everybody to invest, to learn how to invest. invest. Everybody yeah, has a mentor. Like they don't have to spend 100,000 rent to a mentor. They're paying four thousand, and I, it was so funny. I had a gentleman asked me two days ago, "Stevie Tony, yeah. if you're so successful, what and in properties? Why do this property get? Why this mentoring thing?" Mm. I said to him, "Okay, to be honest with you, I do it for two reasons. Okay, what's the two reasons? 
Number one, I really love it. I love being with people. I'm a people's person. Yeah. And I love yeah, how you sound to like negotiate. And then, number yeah. two, I make good money. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. I'm a businessman. I'm a businessman. So for me, <laughs> I do business, however, I do with a passion. And my yeah. students know that when I go with them, they're blown away the way I speak to sellers, where I speak to agents. And they're like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. and I never thought about it. I've never thought about sold and sell. Never thought back to back. How to do this? I'm like, well, that's the reason you have me next That's the reason you have a mentor. I love yes. that, Tony. Um, yes. Then I don't. Tony has taken us all over, pulled us all over the he place. Has, he has, But I am. <laughs> but I think I feel. I feel like I'm fooled because he has covered this. Unfortunately, I really am so appreciative of you, Tony. I'm glad. Thank I'm you. glad you feel like you're covered. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Tony. So, can we move on to the next segment? On to the next segment of our show magical feedback from our hosts where our hosts share their three takeaways from today's episode hey property magicians so this is the part of the show where we give you our three takeaways from today's show and podcast really so Misa, do you want to start us off oh yeah i can do that i can do that i love my pages are full Again, <laughs> and, mm, so let's talk about what Tony did. Here's my first takeaway. When you are going to do the burst strategy, which is the buy, refurbish, and resell strategy that he has spoken about, you must be prepared to buy the dirty, stinky property. You know, <laughs> which is something... <laughs> Which is something that's so hard. I, it's hard for me when I talk about it, but I'm vain. I like clean places mm. and I like sanitized and sterilized places, but that's not going to help your, your property investment journey, right? So mm. the best strategy needs you to buy the stinky, dirty house because it's the cheapest house that you're going to get. Mm. And it is the house where you're going to make your most money, right? Yeah. Remember how he made the Hundred and twenty thousand out of a stinky, dirty house. So yeah. that's the strategy of Bear. You know, that's the beginning of it. You can't buy yeah. a clean, wonderful house and hope that you're going to make it appreciate and get a hundred and twenty thousand. You will not squeeze appreciation out of a very clean property. Very that very is that is a powerful takeaway. I really, really like that. Um, my first takeaway was that he started earning three times his mom's salary at the age of 22. Oh, yeah. And I'm just thinking his mom was probably already working 22 years before she yeah. actually, um, and already he was earning three times her salary. So yeah. this brings me, it's not exactly um, around property per se, but it is around property. If you're going to start your own business, is that entrepreneurship can unlock income gains that you have never, ever dreamt of, right? So like, I think that um, 
this is something quite big. And I feel like he was doing that through personal fitness, through other ways, but also listening to him talk, it's even possible through property. We've heard it from, um, was it... Uh, I'm trying to think about Lichle. We heard it from Lichle. From Lichle. Oh, yeah. In Cohen, right? They're yeah. not even 25 yet, and they've already yeah. unlocked so much income so potential much. and gains. So yeah. I think that this is something to really, really consider. We Absolutely. bring up our kids to only have one track in terms of think about a job, think about a job, but think about yeah. what is possible without yeah. when you teach kids to rely on themselves rely and their on own themselves. creativity and their own ways of thinking out the box. So that was That's my takeaways. Like yeah. there is actually, no limit to entrepreneurship and what you can earn. Actually, I am making a note here, Ben, because there is <laughs> someone speaking of Busi, Busi's son is someone we want to we want to interview. He's yes. 22 dropped out of university and he is he is a lisa like we really have yes and he's also yes. in real estate he is in oh, real estate these kids are teaching oh us my gosh. they yes. are teaching us what is possible okay so you've got your job figured out for this week we are getting that <laughs> young man because that's exactly their takeaway i love it then yeah. here are the things that i really like tony talking about and he was speaking to me because auction is not a space i play in i've visited three mm. auctions and i just sat there cringing and having my <laughs> tummy turn and lent some but i walked away feeling like mm, i still need to attend these without buying some more so that's what i'm gonna mm. do so let me share with you what he said about the auction that's my number two takeaway he says firstly do your research Right, go and see this property mm. and see if it exists. Mm. Have the money available for the sheriff's fee and your 10% deposit. Mm. Make sure you have the cash because then you're going to lose the deal if you don't. Sit at the back. Yes. So that you can you sit at the back, you are observing the syndicate oh. inside the room, you are observing the people who you are bidding against, you are observing the mm. attorneys, that the bank attorneys that normally sit right in front and they make eye contact with the auctioneer and mm. know your figure and stay with your figure, otherwise you are going to do an emotional buying. So you go in there already knowing, you peg, and yeah. have a set point of where you are going to stop bidding. It doesn't matter how much you want the property. Once it goes beyond that point, if you know, if it goes over, of course, by 2,000 and 5,000, okay. But if it goes on over 100,000, I've seen someone pay an extra 100,000, which is sure. not wise. And then leave your ego at home. Oh, yes, Amen. that was awesome. That was such an incredible um, point. Leave your yeah. ego at home. So there are rules about auctions, right? And yeah. as you can see, lots of it is emotional, emotional things yeah. long before the money. The money, yes, comes at the top. Sheriff's fee, 10% deposit, but the rest of it exactly. is an emotional journey. Yeah, I like that. Wow, this is so, so two. powerful. Like, I really, really love it. 
Um, yeah, I yeah, think I'm going to feel it that. and share it. Mm, yeah, I know, definitely. Um, mm. The other one that I love is that mm. you can have three different power teams. That's you that said that, but it's oh, like yes. a takeaway that I want to yes. talk about, right? Because for me, that is just such a powerful insight. Is that, but it makes sense though that in the same way that someone is an expert in a particular market, um, yeah. like an expert as a contractor, you'll be an expert in a particular market as a contractor. So maybe yeah. your, your contractor that is an expert in Ekasi is not your, your contractor that is an expert in the luxury penthouses in San. Thank you very much. You know? So yes. what made me think for years that you like, well, not for years, but since starting this podcast that your power team needs to be just this particular power team. You can have no. a power team that plays in different markets. The Gassi contractor is not the same one that's going to build your super duper uh, bachelor unit yes. in, in Dane Fern or something like yes. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So that, that is such an incredible, oh my God. Yeah. I wouldn't have articulated yeah. it that way. The power yeah. of your power team, right? Yes. That is so And amazing. you can, you don't have to limit yourself. So you meet a contractor yeah. that does this. One day you will, okay, and the other thing is I think to myself, you know, we've been having this conversation offline, how you outgrow spaces, people, coaches all sorts of things incomes yes. like pricing yes. but like it is also yes. possible to outgrow a strategy that i started off ekasi thank you but now yes. i feel like i want a strategy that's like luxury condominiums or luxury penthouses and that's the space that i want to play in and then yeah. i've outgrown this particular power team so power i team. now need Absolutely. to find another power team that is playing at that level and understands where to get things so yeah no i grasped that and i kept it I in mind that. i'm like no okay. you got that and yeah so, 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 and I tell all, all, all my mentees about that, that you know that you are going to outgrow me. They get so offended when I say that, but that's exactly, you know, because you are going to grow beyond this mentorship yeah. and it's important and it's absolutely okay. Here's my third, sadly, third takeaway I would love to share with you my whole page. But here's what Tony, well, this is what I preach all the time that um, anyone, anyone, underlined, bold, in italics, in red, anyone can be a property investor. Mm. Anyone. Mm. I love that. And if we can all believe that, yeah, and you've seen the spectrum of our property yeah. investors in the past plus weeks that we've done yeah. this podcast, property is so forgiving that yeah. it welcomes anyone so you know if, if yeah. nothing else it is yeah. yeah who this is amazing like i love that takeaway actually yeah. um what tony kept pushing over yeah. and over is educate yourself first yeah. and surround yourself with people who have done oh. it before he kept pushing that over and over and over again oh. 
And I feel like that is so important, you know? I'm going to keep saying this because it's something that I've learned over and over again. You don't know what you don't know. Don't know. Most of the time, we are focused on the things we think we don't know, right? And then the things we know we don't know, right? Mm -hmm. And the things we know, but Mm -hmm. there are things that we don't even know we should be on the lookout for. So they don't even, oh, I know, um, right? we don't even focus <laughs> on those things, right? But when you have a mentor, you have got a coach, you have all that. These are people that will be like, hey, did you know about this? this. Like maybe you want to put this on your agenda. That yeah. is so, so important. So I, like I think that. like surrounding yourself with people who have done it before, you're going to get so much value and so much skill that for Absolutely. me, I think it's super, super powerful. It, it's so, such yeah. a powerful. My page is full of education, mentor, coach. Yeah. He kept talking about constantly learning. And yeah. when we asked him, what do you still think you have to learn? And all he could say was everything. Like really? And, and, and yeah. he's already a property mentor, right? And he yeah. says, I still have loads to learn. So that for me is such a consolation that, and property is forgiving in that way, that, you know, you can do what you know, and then you meet somebody else and they show you some other different side of property and you keep, you keep upscaling. Yeah. This has been an awesome. So powerful. Yeah, this has been amazing. So let's move on to the next segment of the show, you guys. I want you to do something for me, Ben, before we move along. Can okay. we share Tony's um, contact details here? Oh, because, yes, indeed. Yeah. We did forget about that. Okay. We did forget about that. So, guys, um, <laughs> and, uh, you'll hear in the next segment. I was I had given to go off the task. Minute. Yeah, so Mizo was given the task of uh, doing and everything me- because I could not, like... I just shared that I had to dash off and do the student evaluations, which is so worth it. But so Tony sent us his contact details. So you can send him an email at tony at propertymentor.co.za. Again, tony, T-O-N-I, at propertymentor, one word, dot co dot za so tony at property property mentor dot co dot za and then you can also go on his website uh at Mm. property mentor dot co dot za so check out his website property one word mentor m e n t o r dot co dot za love it That's how he said you guys should contact him. It has been such a pleasure having him on the show. Now we can move on to the next segment. Now on to the journey to magical expansion, where we ask our guests the same five questions we ask every guest. Okay, so guys, welcome to the journey to magical expansion. I'm going to love you and leave you guys soon and leave you with Lizor and Tony. <laughs> but this is the part of the show where we ask our guests the same questions we ask every guest. So I'll stay for the first two and then leave. So Lizor, ask okay. your favorite question. 
Cool. My favorite question, Tony, it does, you, don't, you don't have to answer it as it is. What book changed your life? Is there a book that you can pick that has changed your life yeah. or any type of educative tool because some people don't read in the same way? Yeah, oh, that's a good question. So I like, I like uh, Think and Grow Rich. So it's not, Think and Grow Rich is a good one. Uh, that not changed my life. Yeah. But I like... Um, Rich Dad Poor Dad is really good, and Cashflow Quadrant. So, so those, ah, those three books. Okay, okay, uh, all right. I told you, good. you and then. <laughs> okay. Cashflow Quadrant is my favorite. Actually, yeah, really I think Cashflow Quadrant works a lot for like entrepreneurs. Like if yes, you're yes. not on the pure property investor type. Like, it, that's why I think it resonated with me. It really changed the game for me. It's so all about mindset. It's all about mindset. Yes. yes. It's my current read. I'm reading two currently. I had never read the, the Cashflow Quadrant. It's my current yeah, yeah. read. It's, my, it's on my audio. So whenever I have long drives, I listen to it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, what keeps you inspired, Tony? I guess it's a many things. Jeez, that's a, that's a big question, but I'll, I'll try to keep it short as much as I can. So, because I grew up poor, okay. I want to prove to everyone that you don't have to be rich to become rich. Yes. Mm. All right, number one. Number two, I believe that anybody can become a property investor. Yeah. And oh anyone. my gosh, yes. Anyone. 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 And what's keeping me inspired, I have a two beautiful little girls, two daughters, uh, Abigail and Maya. And I want, to, I want to show them that there's a better life out there as well. Yeah. And that you don't have to work for the boss to be able to be successful and to be happy. I love that. Yes, yes. I, I really, love really love that. I'm very much family oh. and from this person. Wow. Awesome. That being said, I think this is my cue to leave. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Property Magicians. I leave you guys in the capable hands of Mizo. Awesome. Yeah. Have fun then. So Thanks, what Lord. do you wish you had known, Tony, or done before embarking on your property investor journey? Do you think there is something that you could have done before or you are quite happy um, with your journey? I, I, I think everything happened to the right time in the right time. And yeah. I think, uh, you know, could I do it earlier? Yeah, of course. I wish I started when I was 21, you know. Um, of course. <laughs> All of us. <that>. How, <laughs> however, however, I think everything happened for a reason uh, yeah. and the right time. So should I with no, wish I knew more? Not really. I think my journey is taking me to different directions all the time. And, oh, you know, and I think where I'm right now, where I'm supposed to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Most of us feel that way, even though we keep going back and forth thinking we could change the past. What else do you think you need to learn in property, Tony? Is there anything that you, what's on your next? Well, everything. You know, good thing, <laughs> property, it's always involved and it's always new yeah. things coming along. And I, I love learning new stuff, new strategies. So, it's, it's such a hard me to pick and choose one thing, you know. It's a, yeah. uh, it's a, it's a journey where you can constantly learn. Yeah. And and That's it's it's gonna, 
And it's, it's, it's a very arrogant to say I know everything. You don't. Mm-hmm. And I will, not, I will never say that because there's always somebody who knows more than you through his mm-hmm. experience or through his knowledge. And, yes. and I'm, I'm a person who always are open. I love to have, I have a few mentors in my own life uh, who is not in the properties. You know, I have a person who is Gary who is, you know, who's mentoring me. He doesn't even know he's mentoring, he's mentoring me all the time. I actually told him, dude, you're not mentor. You don't even know you're a mentor, but you are. He doesn't he know. Very, yeah, we do, we, we do. Yeah, we, and he said you're very have, successful. Yeah. Absolutely. We have informal, informal mentors. I tell them all the time that the, the biggest, you know, the biggest hurdle, especially for us who end up at universities and graduate, is that because we've got a lot of knowledge, expert knowledge in our little field, we mm. stop learning in other fields. Yeah. And it's very easy, it's very easy to, to stay in your little world and think yes. you've got it all and you know it all. And it I am people who go to university actually because they've been more open to informal mentoring. They've mm. been more open to all sorts of businesses because they have the opportunity to say, well, I've got to survive. When somebody's selling lollipops, they listen. When somebody's selling property, they listen. When you're selling data or mm. something like that, they listen. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I, feel, I feel you. The property journey is amazing. Our yes. last question on the, on the journey to magical expansion is my favorite, Tony. What uh, property resource do you use? Do you... Do you use people? Do you use books? Is there a particular podcast or a YouTube video that is your go-to? What so where, what should I recommend to the viewers? Yeah, the one that you really like. Well, I like myself, Property Mentor, number one. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's a one take because that's a, that's a what the people can really learn. Uh, Awesome. So, so to everyone that's listening, Tony is a property mentor. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I like that, Tony. That's very important. You are the yeah. resource yourself. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I am a resource. But they don't have to look anywhere else. I mean, you know, the biggest problem with people is that they're, they're watching too much uh, information on YouTube, but actually don't take an action. And that's the one thing that people lack. <laughs> and I say to everybody, you need a three different things to invest in properties. You need knowledge, you need support, the structure, somebody who had done that before, and you need to take a massive action. So, and that's the reason I, I, as a property manager, we offer that to people. We offer all three things. I love that. I love that. And 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 not to be afraid to take action. But how no. you're not going to be afraid is not something you're going to learn on YouTube. You just need no. someone to hold your hand a little bit. Thousand percent. Guide you through it. Yeah, absolutely. Tony, that is such an incredible and you've been such an awesome guest. And you've been Thank you for watching that. You've been so generous. Thank you. And I look forward to being in Heart PS and having coffee with you. Definitely, so, yeah. Yeah. So go 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 on Tony. Um we'll see you soon. I'm going to okay. Cheerio. Thank you for listening, property magicians. My name is Vangile Makwakwa and I am your host on the show. I help people heal their ancestral money stories so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, become financially free and live their best lives. So if you would love to increase your income or you'd love to pay off your debts and increase your savings, 
contact me. You can contact me on the Wealthy Money website at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com. Or you can email me at vangile at wealthy-money.com. Again, vangile at wealthy-money.com. Find me on Facebook on the Wealthy Money group or on the Wealthy Money page or find me on Twitter and Instagram as Vangile Makwakwa. Now over to my co-host. Thank you for listening. I am Dr. Miranda Prop Doc, Doc Mum on all the social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. I'm the host of Property Magicians podcast and I'm a property mentor. I mentor newbie property investors to help them to begin and to take action. Your journey into property investment begins with me from property registration, from property company registration to picking the correct strategy that suits where you are at. Find me on my inbox at miranda at wealthy-money.com. Again, inbox me at miranda at wealthymoney.com if you want me to help you start your property journey.